episode 166 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. And I am Mark Stropedia, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, howdy. How oh. are you today? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, you know, we we have a lot to a lot to deal with. Uh, I guess that's, that's the answer today. You know, some good, some bad. But uh, yeah. yeah, a lot Life. of... Yeah, a lot I, of coming attractions, though. So, you know, the, like we said last time, all of a sudden, September kicked in, and now everything wants to hit, right? Like, we're starting to get, yep. like, a ton. So, good news and bad news, for the most part. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. first, we'll start out with the last movie in the DCEU, Aquaman oh, and the Lost God. Kingdom. Yeah, this is the final oh, one, Arturo. Oh, my Goodness, Tex. Y- yeah, are we what you, finally we, seeing yeah. this? Like, are we? F- have we finally reached the finish line here? Like the end of the conversation. Again, it's just wild how this is still coming out, right? And they yeah. pushed it back because it was originally supposed to come out at um in November, I think, of last year, right? Yes. And they pushed it all the way back, and it's okay, cool. I was ready for that last year before the Flash because I right. was still in that Flash hype, right? Yes. Um, but now, like, especially after the Flash post credits too, you're like. I don't even want to see this. So yeah. let's just, oh, you know. Oh, man. I I totally forgotten about that post-credits, Arturo. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's just talk about the big elephant in the room. The, the enormous elephant that we have in here that I personally think it was like a huge pivot and not originally set to be in the actual story when they thought this through. He's a father now, right? There's a baby in this trailer. Yeah. We, um, we talk about all the time where, you know, you make the character interesting in the scene sequel and they, they make yes. him a dad right or a parent you and- brought it up you made a great point when we spoke about love and thunder right thor yeah um uh, uh thor love and thunder and you brought that a great point up and you keep bringing it up as well with the last of us right yep you make him a father and yep. then this makes is- these characters a father <laughs> and, and all of a sudden we're like oh man we got it well that's the thing right it's a lot of the time it works out so you know I mean, I can't like. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you or two. I, you know, that that I'm already kind of into the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, all right, uh, let's see what you're let's see what you're dealing with, right? And yeah, but yeah. but like we said, it's you know, it's got all this baggage around it. And Oof, the, the thing is, like, you know, if it's a good movie, that's going to be it, right? So that's the thing. It's like, well, if it's a good movie, it'll be a good movie on its own. But, like, it won't matter if it tees up anything for a sequel, you know. I, I don't want to sit there and see any post credit scenes. Yeah, like, like legit, when it's over, when it's over, I want to walk out of the theater when it's done. Because it's like, who cares what this one had planned? Right. Yeah. It's, yeah agreed. It's, so. um, and and there have been many reshoots. So hopefully they did fix that because they probably most likely had a bunch of little, you know, Easter eggs and little yeah. tie-ins and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? As we talked about before, like uh, it was very like there are reports that, you know, either it was going to be Michael, Michael Keaton's Batman was going to show up in this one. And then it was changed to Ben Affleck's Batman. And then now, you know, now it's like, who cares? Right. Like now it's yeah, just now like, it's probably no Batman. Yeah. Now it's just it's oh, you know what, though? like we like you know that's a good sign like that's probably for the best yes agree. but 
But as we're talking about it, it's like, yo, it looks fun. I mean, I, I hope I go in there. We're going to see this. I hope I go in there and it's a good movie. But then that's it, right? Like, yeah. that's, yeah. you know. Agreed. Agreed 1000%. Just to kind of go through this trailer a little bit, just the things that came across. Again, it looks cool visually, you know? The first one looked cool visually. That's why I believe it was such a, a success because like, it actually looked good, right? Right. We have uh, Patrick Wilson back looking jacked. Oh my right? god! Yeah, like, huge. Oh. I'm like, man, are you gonna go fight some ghosts? You know, with I know, you know, with like, for meager after this. It's like, yo, here comes Ed Warren, man, Mr. Like, Warren, right? I know, ready for the Conjuring universe. You know, yeah, yeah. And then um, another thing I also saw um, was just the one little snippet of Amber Heard's uh, character, right, just punching the glass. Yo, um, like, uh, yeah, uh, and, and it was the CGI version of her, not even yeah. like the. Actor like you know physical actress that's what i'm saying like uh all of that stuff that happened beyond like off but whatever notwithstanding right where it's like you yeah. know who knows whatever like she was such a big part of the first one and yeah. you know all of a sudden now she's not in the sequel that's is, still- is she the the mother of this baby i i don't even know that's right. Thing, that's right? why i'm like wait a minute i see the baby i don't see the mother till the very end of yeah, uh, um, of the entire trailer, and that's just like this one little quick thing because I think they just had to throw her in there, you know. Dude, yeah, it's wild. Uh, like, unless they kill her off or something, right? Like, that's that's see, that's wild because that honestly, I can see that happen because you know, because I mean, you then, know, folks, right? Then, you know, no, well, no, we don't. That's the thing. It's like well, you know, because of the whole Amber Heard situation. No, right? no, but we don't. Like, that's no, like. Uh, to be 100% clear, it's like, you know, it, who knows? And so that's the other thing, too. He also has a baby, but does that baby live? Or are they straight up going to kill his baby? You know what I mean? He's too happy in the movie for him to be, you know, you know, walking no. around babyless and stuff. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, is, I, it seems I, there's a lot we don't know. I and don't also, know. that's the thing. It's like all these mysteries cool for that one movie experience that's yeah. gonna be you know it's gonna be solid right but then you know we're gonna i hope i walk out of it happy and then never think about aquaman again <laughs> yeah this is true but the problem is also it's getting released around christmas time as well you know it's yeah it's not a good time to release it um in terms yeah, it's of like, like december them- 20th or something like that right yeah, yeah it's like, legit to christmas weekend like you know, i christmas. i guess that i um, wasn't really feeling aquaman that week but i mean if we got to do it we got to do it you again know? let's see what happens to this thing because like i said before there were tons of reshoots in this thing yeah you know, right um and a lot of delays yeah well, a lot of rewrites probably as well well um, uh, a project that you know was able to get out there and you know all finely tuned and stuff uh so mike flanagan's next netflix show the fall oh of the goodness. house of usher based on loosely based on an edgar Allan poe poem and you know we get the first trailer for it and my my first reaction to it i think i texted you this where it's like oh it's good to see that his universe of actors is expanded, right? With like the Midnight Club kids, or at least yeah. what it seemed like in the trailer, the good ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we 
as we talked about during Midnight Club, there were some wonky performances in there, but there were some really good kids. So it seems no, like for sure, yeah, yeah, it seems Absolutely. like the good kids, right, have have made the jump. <laughs> he's he's doing the American Horror Story thing, you know, where he's carrying over his people. Um, yeah, which is good because they understand him and how he works. Right? Yeah. So, but yeah, like as you mentioned, there were some good performances in the Midnight Club, and I think they actually brought over those uh, one or two or three actors and actresses that actually you know were actually on point that being said midnight mass aside because that's his original work right right this looks like his most intriguing and most interesting and exciting piece of adaptation he's done for netflix in my opinion it looks bloody which i haven't seen in the other ones the the other ones are all ghost stuff and ambiance and all this other stuff probably you know know it's probably bloody ghosts like that's the thing. It's like I don't I don't trust Flanagan with like it, <laughs> Midnight Midnight Mass was a like at this point it feels like a fluke, right? Where it's like, yo, you're finally like you're finally giving us a non this is a non haunting, right? And it's not like it's all in your head. And like I'm yeah I'm hoping that's not what this is. Where it's a lot of it's like, oh I'm seeing things. Cause that's that's Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Too, you're right. yeah. That's Edgar Allan Poe stuff to a T. Where the, the characters always like saw things and like you know I'm I'm being it's like cool. I got spooked by a bird. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> yo, it looks bloody, uh, and I totally agree with you. But like at the same time, I'm like man, if this is all in their heads, I'm gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just want him to you know uh, I'd rather him do movies like like you spend all this manpower on like these adaptations these series adaptations like i would do just do a movie adaptation if you're going to be doing this stuff you know like because honestly because honestly the projects that he's picked are not that interesting to me you know they're yeah. not that interesting yeah, to me it's um, and, and stuff yeah and i've seen better stuff from him this is why seeing all these adaptations have been such a letdown because it's like, Hey, I know your original stuff is way better than what you're doing here. You know, like midnight mass proves that, you know? So I just, I'm just glad this is the last one of his Netflix shows. Cause after this, he moves on to Amazon. Right. So he's going to be, oh, be working yeah. with Amazon. Yeah. So he's going to be doing that stuff with Amazon and he's going to be, uh, you know, flexing his um his creativity over there. So I hope he gets more of a um of a free reign as 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 these people gave Snyder. You know, like, I mean, he'll be doing more poems and short stories. So we'll, listen, we'll I hope not. <laughs> listen, I hope he's doing like just give me like Hush Two or something in another environment or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. So speaking of books and short stories and poems, uh. We got the first full trailer for the Goosebumps Disney Plus show. And, you know, we talked about the teaser last time. And this show, uh, now that we got a trailer for it, it, it looks like it looks like it's going to be one story. But then, you know, they're going to interact with, like, the Goosebumps stuff. Like, I think... Yeah. I, I think they, they had, the, the Cuckoo Clock was in here. Uh, what mm-hmm. Probably, like, the, the Green Goop was probably, like, Monster Blood. And then, Slappy was know, in there too. Slappy was in there. Yeah, it's probably going to be a lot of. Uh, I think the camera. I'm pretty sure that camera was the that death camera from that say cheese you die. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. 
But on the other hand, I don't know what to think. You know, I'm maybe I'm just like old headed, and I'm like, man, I was I was kind of hoping for the the theme. I mean, yeah, it's cool that they had that goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't worry. You guys will hear that theme soon because it's spooky season. I know um, I, here at the morgue, and you know we like that theme here. So I know, but um, Tex, it's um, it's a Disney Plus show, right? Yeah, it's an episodic show. On top of that, I wish it was like a little movie. Honestly, um, I'm tired of these fucking shows. I know. Uh, just give me but, a movie, man. And it sucks um, too because that those Goosebumps movies were fine, like the ones with Jack Black, right? Yes, like, they were fun. They yeah. were actually fun movies. This one looks a bit more serious and darker than any other iteration yeah, I've looks, seen of Goosebumps. It looks young adult, right? And yeah, yeah. The thing is, we just got that with Fear Street, right? Where it's like we we got the you know, yeah. Fear Street is the young adult with Fear oh. Street. As well as the remake of, of Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark, right? As yeah, well. Uh, yeah. You know, on YouTube, that was pretty fun. So there's been things like this, right? So we do have, a, a, you know, maybe a little parody going on amongst a bunch of these kind of uh, shows and, and, and these kind of themes. But like I said, like it's, it's, um, it does look darker. So I am hoping that they do take a little bit more of a different less gaggy approach to it you know right i'm surprised it's on disney plus i thought it'd be like on hulu or something yeah you know know, that probably tells us the tone right yeah exactly that's why i'm a little concerned as to what to say here because because of the vehicle of it i don't know how dark it can get specifically because of the name and we know for sure it's being pushed to kids you know to the younger audience it's definitely not Fear Street, so we can we can put that oh. to bed. Like it's definitely oh, Fear not, Street, uh, man. I, you, know, you know, and that's the thing. I, you know, I keep mentioning Fear Street, but like that trilogy was just one of those like surprises out of nowhere, right? Where it's like, yo, this like, is just man. Where was this before? Like it's yeah. finally like it was done right, right? Yeah, and it was released. What was it like? Uh, like 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 one it, month it apart. Was, yeah, it was right? straight up like a trilogy, right? They they yeah. released. It, I even think was it no, a month? It, it, it was like a, a no, week. It was like one a week, a week. Or two apart. Yeah, it yeah. was something like that. It was awesome though. You, it was great content. You guys liked it. Yeah, and that was the thing, right? Or it's like, yo, we got such a great experience there that like everything we've seen since it's like yo like if that's a horror for kids right like it's like not for kids but you know what i mean right like this is this is teen level horror and yes so we've been chasing after that since and you know everything i mean it might seem toothless but if they can make up for it in other ways right it's like right like i'm okay with not being so brutal if it's you know if it's yeah. well written, if it's well performed, right? If it's like okay, it's yeah, engaging, like, it, like this kind of has a like a little bit of vibes of that um, uh, scary stories to tell in dark. I remember the yes, adaptation yes, that came out. There we go. Um, yeah. Where the monsters would pop up in the situations um, along the story and stuff like that, and, yeah. and that worked very well. Uh, text mentioned uh, this here as well. It's going to be like an. Uh, an Annabelle comes home kind of thing, right? Where you have all these little relics, yes. you know, it's like an anthology and, kind of thing, yes. but, yeah. but it's still um, one big story. Yeah. So it could be that every episode deals with, you know, one of the gimmicks of the Goosebumps universe. Oh, um, yeah. But, That's um, smart. 
You know what though? Like for me personally, as a parent, if it if it um is decent and it allows my kids to kind of get into little spooky stuff, you know, right? And, you know, and absorb that stuff and enjoy it, then you know that's great. Um, I do have my concerns as to like you know how everything is going to be presented because as a text message, uh, I'm sorry, as text mentioned with the Jack Black movie was perfect for like a Disney plus vehicle. You know what I mean? Like that yes. kind of show would have been kind of, you know, perfect for Disney plus because of the different monsters and the looks and everything. And because of the age of the, of the stars in, the, um, in the movie, right. Um, yes. these are high schoolers. Um, and Justin Long is, he looks very creepy. Like he, he, that's what kind of like, that's why I, I say it's darker because of Justin Long and how he's playing his, you know, his character. Yeah, it's it's spooky versus scary, right? Where it's like you're looking at, you're like, where 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 is the line, right? Yeah, because he looks very like serial killer kind of stalkerish, you know. But then these kids are obviously dealing with something supernatural, especially when when they like hit somebody and they blow up into goo or whatever. Yeah, and they're they're cracking jokes and stuff, right? So it's like. this is the question. And, you know, what's, what's funny is that the, the original show, like, if we're talking goosebumps, right? Like, the OG show was like that, where it's like, yo, yes. they had some episodes where it's like, yo, like, this is some really, really creepy stuff, right? Yes. And then, yeah, and then they absolutely. had some, they had some episodes where it was just kind of goofy and more like, okay, this is just a fun little thing. But that's the way Goosebumps were. Like, if you, if you remember the books, yeah, like, yes. you'll have a, a cuckoo clock horror story one, but then you'll have like the one where the neighbors are straight up aliens eating kids. And so it's like, yeah, yep. like, there is a weird balance. And I guess we'll see how the show handles that. And, you know, uh, the release pattern too, I think it's like, they're doing like five episodes for the premiere and then one a week yes. after that. So yes. like so I, on October 13th, we get five episodes and I think it wraps up probably by the end of October. Like, you know, if, if you're yeah. giving me five off the bat, which, um, which makes sense. And yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I guess we'll see what kind of coverage we do for the show here. Just like, yeah. we'll, we'll see. But you know what would be cool though, Tex? Like, um, if Flanagan can do something like this, you know? Yeah. Like, like show me with uh, a a property that is is known. None like of this actual, gothic horror stuff. Like, actual, you know what I mean? that, like an IP, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Something people know. You know, right. like it's like, yeah, you know, people know, you know, Poe and all that stuff. But but, like, don't, but don't pretend like people know Poe. Right. Where it's like, on, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah, please. But yeah, dude, um, you know, this looks fun. Goosebumps looks fun. And like and what does help to um, to give it a good kind of measure of quality is that first five episode dump. Right. So, you yeah. know, we'll definitely come at you guys for some impressions after we check that out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so speaking of IPs, uh, so Oof. I do have to just lead into this. Like I always say, these things. Uh, I, you know, my day job is as an employee for Paramount, but these opinions are my own. Uh, they are definitely my own opinions. Uh, yes, so they are. We got a new trailer for Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, which now looking at it, it's like a. I guess it's a prequel or, or like, a, I, I don't even know. Like, that's the thing. I don't like, know, man. It, some of it looks like it's origin story stuff for like the cemetery itself. Some of it's like, do you know what though? Like th- th- they usually have to do that in those movies like that, you know, because yeah, they have true. to kind of, 
Uh, even in part two, even we talked about this, right? Where yeah. it's like, yeah, like a lot of the times a sequel, it's either uh, I forget what we were making fun of, but it was like, yeah, there's a sequel that's a prequel, and then there's yeah, a, like, yeah, yeah. I forgot it, it was recent we, too. We were talking, yes, yeah. we were just making fun of one about like what what the sequels would be, but oh. Uh, talk to me. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah, because we were like, oh, we would all we would have already had a talk to me. Yeah, Clubhouse had it. It hands on it, right? Yeah. We would have had the story of the hand itself. Yeah, of how it yeah. got chopped off. <laughs> the, all the sequels lined up. The sequel to part two, right? Yeah, which, yeah. which is an off branch because of the ghost in it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, text. Um, we had pet cemetery, which the spelling of cemetery always bugs me out. You know, always like till now, it's like wait a minute, we spelled it wrong. But yeah, um, <laughs> but um, we had a a reboot, a remake, whatever you want to call it, um, that focused a little bit more on the Native American uh, folk horror side of yes. that uh, of that story. Which was cool, but they didn't lean into it enough, you know, because they always wanted to be faithful to the original adaptation and whatnot. But um, this one, honestly, dude, it looks unnecessary. Like, it looks like super it, unnecessary. I'm like, surprised good, it exists. Yeah. I'm like, somebody's actually pumping money into this stuff. Why don't we do something else? Give me, give me a freaking silver bullet remake. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'll take yeah, that. You yeah, know, we haven't like, had that in a long time because that one's so good. Just leave it alone. Actually, leave it. Alone. Yeah, totally. Like, good thing it's a Paramount Plus release, right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. this is this is a streamer release this is just a thing they're doing it it was kind of like well the first one was a, a paramount plus release too if i remember right the the first reboot or whatever i, I saw it in theaters though oh, i think wait. it was in theaters for a bit and then okay. it came out a, a quickly on on streaming or something, something. Like i'm getting it mixed up with something there was there was recently like a horror thing on paramount plus but um so it's so funny see that trailer even has like a shot of a truck driving by like it's like there's the iconic truck where it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's uh again like it looks like uh you know, the similar story where it seems like this, uh, you know, Leeds son probably died in some sort of way. Yeah, it starts and acting he tries weird. to bring him back and yeah. then he's into, you know, zombie mode and stuff like that. I do like the different, uh, you know, settings and locations, which is cool. Um, right. It's different. All these stories always try and bring it out of the rural um, area into a more urban s- a situation to see how, you know, people would react with this kind of horror going on, which is cool, which is very neat. But again, this looks very kind of mid, very like, again, it's, it's that Firestarter thing, right? Where um, w- w- when we got Firestarter, it was, it didn't really do anything to elevate the actual story itself at all, right? Like there right. were some things that were done a little better because of CGI and the year because it was done, you know, recently, but um, um, it was still very unnecessary in comparison to what we saw um, in the, you know, the original um, in the verses. I did side with the new one because of the new violent additions, but uh, Tex was absolutely right. That original one, you, you, you didn't need the remake for that. Um, and this one is the same thing. Um, Pet Cemetery part two isn't really that good a pet cemetery too if you guys seen that one it's like with nick furlong i think he's like he's in that one it's like you know eh, whatever it's very forgettable to be honest with you and um, honestly that's pet cemetery yeah so that's like that's that's, that's, that's kind thing. of the franchise right where it's like you said it uh, when we spoke um in the um, for, for the reboot how it's like very like forgettable and it's like yeah. very uh, you know yeah so this the Stephen one, king things honestly yeah this one tossed it on the pile of things we're going to be watching over the next couple of weeks and yeah for we'll, sure we'll mention it here uh and, so but listen like well, listen just real quick before we move on like um don't get us wrong people like 
Oh, you know, yeah. The Stephen King stuff is good. I I'm hit or miss with Stephen King. Oh yeah, right? we, we um, I like to, thinner. We still have to do you know, one of those. We still have to yeah, do thinner like a, is one of my yeah. favorites of his. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shining is a little long, you know. Um, yeah. it is really good. We, you know, it we it I think is our favorite of Stephen King's yeah, works, in my opinion. That it part one in 2017 was like I think oh, the excellent. the top one. And then yes. if you want to talk like if you want to talk extra movies, and this is why we keep talking about Flanagan doing movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had the sequel with Ewan McGregor in it, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep, which was just like yo, like this is a yep. great this is a great movie. So yep. you know, based off, off the adaptation, yeah, yep. we're gonna we're gonna have to do a, a Stephen King yeah. episode. We keep talking about that. Yeah. I know long time. Uh, you know what? Your lifetime buddies like, have heard our Stephen King opinions, but and, you know. <laughs> it's, it's because he has a, a, such a wide range of stories, yeah. and they always go back to this shit, right? It's yes. like really, like why don't you do something you haven't done in a long time? Something fucking just random, you know yeah, what I mean? Do Maximum like, Overdrive too. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I'm like, bring the fucking truck back with the Green Goblin in front. Yeah, right. I know, I know. Maximum Overdrive's infamous because people say, you know, people allege that he was using like he, he was a lot using, of coke. He, he was on a lot of coke. Yeah, that was the <laughs> allegations for that, Supposedly. and you know that's Supposedly. the joke. But uh, but at the at the same time, like yo, do it again like i'm down for maximum but you see like those are the things we need here we don't need a regurgitation of this same story because it's going to be the same kind of formula you know what i mean yeah you're not adding anything new to the bunch and this is why like i'm we're not knocking on stephen king because again he has something for everyone right and that's the thing there there is enough in that well where you don't have to go back to pet cemetery that's my only gripe on this thing anyways text moving on yeah, so uh, so we got an Amazon Prime Something trailer. Fresh. Yeah, for Totally Killer, which is a little bit of well, I mean, it seems fresh, but when you like look at the elements that came to it, right? So it looks like a little bit of Happy Death yeah. Day time travel. Then there's a bit of Final Girls, where the yeah, the there's main like girl. Final Girls, Happy Death Day is a good one. Hot Tub Time Machine, you could also add in. Yeah, there, a little bit right? of like because of the humor, right? And yeah, so totally killer. It, it's it, a girl ends up tra- time traveling back to the '80s to like save her mother from a killer who like kills all her friends back then yeah. and i am curious that you know what like this one i'm just like hey this could like this could be this year's freaky in that like yeah. a, a slasher maybe we'll get some brutal kills maybe it'll have like a lighter tone that we're like oh yeah this is a fun bloody movie Right. So that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I am hoping for. as well, Tex. Yeah. Yeah. I um I absolutely agree with you. That's exactly what I am hoping for for a um, you know, a freaky or a sick, you know, out of yeah. nowhere. You know what I mean? This, uh, something seven, eight right there. Nice, solid, you know, like movie. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it is uh, streaming right at home. Uh, which uh, uh, service is it against? Uh, I think it's Prime. Uh, I want to say Prime. Right? Prime. Yeah. 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 So like it, it's it's going to be right on there. So it's uh, it, again, all these uh, different kinds of, of gimmicks are thrown into this movie. This is why it kind of looks fun, you know, and anything, you know, thrown back into the 80s is always kind of fun and horror, you know, yeah, like why um, not? Yeah. Right. Uh, especially now, since like the current nostalgia boom is like 2000s and 90s. So 80s seems kind of like, oh, that's different because we just, you know, because now it's like, yeah, oh, that's everything's- a great point. Yeah. So yeah. and I do like the killer that he's wearing like a president face mask. Yes. 
So that's I different. like mass killers. Yeah, yeah that's I, mass killers are good. It's sh- the trailer on the, the Red Band trailers out there as well. It, it, it's showing kills, which is great. Yeah. You know, so we're going to get kills. It looks fun, man. It looks fun. I hope it's decent. I hope it's actually good. You know, that's, I hope it's good. That's see, um, that's the thing, right? Yeah. On the, that's the other shoe, right? Where it's like, on, you know, on the other hand, I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah. Like things could go very south in yeah. a movie like this, right? With like so many elements that are kind of floating around. And yeah, so like much, it, can, it can be really predictable, right? Yeah, and like you got so, so much humor in it. Of the humor, you have the the funny tone that it's like, oh, okay, some of these jokes might not land. Some of these might it, it might change the thing yeah. a little bit. We might the hate time the travel characters. stuff too. Yeah, and that that alone, we all know time travel is very like a very hard thing to do. Even right. like like even when you're writing a story, you know, or a script or whatever, like time travel like if you go out there and do some research on this stuff like writers say like yes time travel is like the hardest thing to write into a movie yeah because of just all the all the loose ends and all, everything that you have to remember to kind of connect properly in order to make it um legible right like to yeah. make it coherent um uh so th- there's one out there um that uh, you know what I'll, I'll wait till the end of the show to mention this as a recommendation so um uh, but um there are movies out there that do it right and there are movies out there that have tried and it just gets too much so i am hoping as you mentioned tex all the little um tropes and stuff don't get to be too much and too predictable in this movie um but it does look fun it is on amazon prime so we will definitely be covering it for you yes next up speaking of our feature presentation and folks we have a, kind of like a double mini presentation for you guys today, a double feature here. Um, uh, uh, first and foremost, I had the opportunity um, uh, to uh, to watch A Haunting in Venice. My wife really wanted to watch this, so I got to put it out there because I kind of I wasn't feeling this. And uh, for reasons I actually will explain. So f- for me, this is a big, uh, a big old wait for it. I'm not going to say stay away from it because t- technically it like it looked good. It was well done. It was well acted. The story was pretty decent. It's just not my kind of movie. The title um, just off the bat, folks, is very deceiving. Like there is it's not scary. Like there is some kind of, you know, there are a couple of jump scares here and there that, uh, you know, made uh, people jump because of just the way they were shot. But this is not horror. This is a whodunit. And it's great. AMC did a fantastic job and warned me ahead of time by classifying it as drama when I was buying my ticket. So <laughs> I was like, Tex, this is this is drama, Tex. Are we gonna watch this? <laughs> so yeah, Tex was like, I don't know, man. I was like, listen, my wife wants to watch it, so I'll give it a whirl, right? Um, and um, we did speak about it on the show. So when we talk about things here, we kind of like to kind of go back for a circle, um, a full circle, and actually talk a little bit about it. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this movie, but honestly, it's not much uh, for the morgue heads here um, and the buddies at home to uh, to kind of go peep on this thing. It, it deals with uh, Kenneth Branagh's character, um, D- Detective Pierrot, um, who's appeared in other movies like Death on the Nile, um, which again, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's another whodunit. So if you think of Knives Out, that kind of flow of story where they try to do something like that, not as exciting as the first Knives Out, not anywhere close, mm-hmm. um, and very predictable, this movie. But like I said, it wasn't terrible. It was, it was very boring for me because it's not my kind of like movie. It was very slow. But to be honest, like technically and movie wise, as a film critic, 
as we are here, right? Like uh, with an unbiased opinion, it was a pretty good movie, but it was very slow because of of the style it is. It's a big like, hey, let me interrogate this person, talk to this person, talk to that person, talk to this person. Um, and like, I was like, I knew what's going on from the beginning. It was very predictable. But that being said, Tex, for me, it's a big, big wait for it. There are people who, who might enjoy this because I know not everyone loves horror or the spooks, but this is kind of a good little morsel for those who don't enjoy, so, you know, blood and gore and stuff and want something on the side. So, it, you know, it is called a haunting in Venice. So that's the thing, right? And you know, it yeah. kind of, it, it calls back to the goosebumps conversation we just had, right? The, the mm-hmm. line between spooky and scary. So does it have that spooky vibe at least? Yes. Like, does it um, have like those? those yes. Okay. Okay. They do a good job of, of, um, Kenneth Branagh, um, who's the actual director himself, um, he does a good job of of creating that atmosphere. There's a good spooky atmosphere um, because of the setting. It's in Venice and this old kind of – it's in Venice in like in 1947 or something like that. So um, the time helps. Um, the ambiance definitely was created. Uh, so it, it pretty much the gist of it, it, it deals with there's a death that happened, right? And the mother of this girl who died wanted to invite um, a um, – a medium over for a seance to speak to her daughter and all this stuff because you know it, uh, it was it was Halloween and things go awry you know okay there's so, some deaths that happen blah so blah blah question that I've had from yes. the trailer though I I didn't see this movie it was a total bullet dodge for me it sounds like you know mostly yes, because I was like the closer we got to this it was you know we did cover before and we did have these these conversations on the show about like okay what is it a murder what is mystery it? Yeah. is it a horror and it's it, so it's a murder mystery i'm totally glad i didn't see it but yeah. one of the big questions i had is so is there an actual ghost like in this movie like because there are hit like a trailer teases a ghost is there yes is there ghost there stuff? is a ghost okay there is okay. a ghost that pops up i think once or twice here yeah like there is like a ghostly thing going okay okay, okay. yes yes but it's not it's not it's not leaned into as if it were a true horror movie. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it's used more as like a point me in the right direction kind of thing. Like what's going on? Here? Uh, okay. So like the ghost comes to help him figure out the mystery, right? Where it's like. But just like the ghost, he is a man of science and, you know, and, and, and nature and stuff like this. Uh, and laws okay, and stuff, okay. right? So, um, so um, he doesn't believe in any of this stuff. He's like, he he's brought, he's actually brought in into the fold to kind of debunk the seance and all this stuff right so like he's like oh i don't believe any of this stuff and he finds an explanation for everything but then you know there are things happening that he can't explain and he's like oh wait a minute there's something going on here and he yeah so there is some ghostly kind of a presence there that is not guiding him but it does intervene in his investigation okay okay well yes. that's yeah that's good uh you know it's so, good like it's just good if you're like you know uh you know you know if, if you, you wanted like, like horror a, stuff yeah if you wanted a spooky mystery right that's what it yeah, sounds like you it, know if you're like an older cat you know an yeah, older person this, this definitely you know? seems like a that also seems like the definition of a wait for it of like a yeah why why see this in theaters right like definitely wait Dude, for it to hit like max this is or something streaming one thousand percent one thousand percent of streaming vehicle i don't understand why it was released it was there was nothing about it that you know i mean outside you know, of kenneth Branagh, like he I, he's got that kind he's of good. yeah he's got that kind of director deal i feel like where it's like he it's one of those like one for them one for me you know dude like, like he, he 
he he still does like these big Shakespeare movies and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, he loves this shit. He yeah. loves that. Like legit, I remember reading an article that he loves that kind of stuff. And and uh, power to he, him. You know, you know, he has a really cool way of shooting this one where like you, you got a lot of close ups and a lot of high angle close ups too. Um, a really cool way of shooting it to kind of disorient the view a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, as you go from scene to scene, so that adds to the you know the, the ambiance of horror and spookiness. You know what I mean? Because right. like the way it's shot, um, which was really cool. And, and kudos to him. Like I said, the, the movie looks good te- technically, and uh, um, you know, like settings and all that stuff that looks good. It wasn't my type of movie, but you know, f- people will enjoy it if they like that kind of slow stuff. But yeah, uh, so more, here, more power to Kenneth Branagh. And, yes, you know, but here at the morgue, we yeah. don't like slow stuff. Um, but today we're covering slow stuff. But <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Unfortunately, that yeah, that's yeah. that's a good way to put it. It's, yeah, because it's been a slow week, right? Luckily, we have these awesome trailers. Uh, previously in the coming attractions but folks uh next up in our feature presentation um it was um a recommendation actually from uh the buddies on the feed um and a trailer that i did see and i've been wanting to check it out because of the vibes birth rebirth um i was able to check this out on amazon prime thanks to a nice rental um and um it was uh it it was interesting um it was interesting um it was recommended to me um as like hey you gotta watch because you know we were bashing the nun on corpse feed, um, the buddies and, and myself as, as the days went on, right? Everybody was just like, Oh man, just bashing the nun. And somebody recommended this thing. And I was like, you know what? Because, because they probably saw all the garbage I've been watching lately. Right. They were like, listen, check this out. It, it was, it was awesome. You know, it wasn't, I know, unfortunately, I to, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately it wasn't as great as advertised, but again, this movie could be really, really awesome to to some, but to me, I think it was missing a, a couple of key things here, man. Um, it, it was missing some impact and some punch. Like I really, I really dug the premise because of just how unique it was um, and how kind of awesome and throwbacky it was. Because um, like when I saw yeah. the trailer, it gave me vibes of like reanimator and frankenstein stuff yeah, like that and i'm I like mean, oh this is dope according to according to amazon their little you know their little details or whatever it's yeah. it's like an adaptation of a movie from the 70s or something like that oh, like okay yeah it's a loose adaptation of something so like uh, i forget the title forgive me but like i'm i can see that's why it's like nostalgic right it's yeah it's like a science thriller which is uh, you know automatically yeah. like automatically from the jump i was i was also into it. it but i will say ultimately it's a it's i don't you know it feels harsh saying stay away from it but that's kind of the vibe of that and where i'm like you know it's if you don't see it you're not really missing out I have to agree 100% with you. Um, I know a lot of people out there were commenting how they really enjoyed the movie. I get it because of the of the of how different the flow of the movie is. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, um, it's not a total stay away from it. It's definitely a wait for it. You know, just wait for this to be free somewhere so you can watch it. It's not a knock on on the premise at all. It's it's more a knock on the unfinished story that I felt yeah. like. Yeah. To me, there was there felt like there was no consequences in this thing and no real impact or conflict or a climax, right? Like no real third act to this thing. Like the end of the movie felt like, okay, we're at the end of the second act now. What's going to happen to kind of throw everything off, right? Like I, like I thought, for instance, when, um, 
when the pig died, right? Yes. Um, you know, spoilers, whatever, folks. When the pig died, I thought, okay, here we go. This is where the monster movie starts, right? Yeah. So, um, and so it that's it. the thing, 1,000%. <laughs> so uh, before we get into it, like setting the table a bit here, Birth Rebirth, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? And interesting yeah, only interesting. gets you so far. And that's why, that's why when I'm saying stay away from it, I feel it's harsh, but also I don't, you know, interesting. It isn't interesting enough for me to be like, watch it eventually, right? But for you, yes. it is. And Agreed. so that's what yeah. it is. And yeah. so birth rebirth, it's, you know, a mother, you know, a mother who had a child late in her life. That, that's the whole thing. That's kind of a theme running throughout the movie of like yes. late motherhood. And, you know, she loses her, uh, her daughter to, I, I believe it was like meningitis or something like that, right? Like, yeah, bacterial meningitis, which yeah. uh, according to, to my wife, we had to Google it because she was watching this w- with me, she, uh, which uh, she had a lot of gripes because she's a nurse and she's in the medical field. So there was a lot of things that were just kind of super incorrect. So automatically like, Oh no. Super incorrect. That she had to forgive to move on with the story. So we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Cause that's a, that's a big bad sign yeah, because it's major too. It's it's super mage. Yeah, because um, it, so, it's yeah, a medical so she had science. Meningitis, oh, which, yeah, <laughs> which apparently texts like this thing can kill you in a matter of hours. So oh, we were yeah. like, first, like, how did it get like this, right? So this this woman, right, the main character, right, she's late for work. She wakes up, her kid's sick, has a little fever, leaves her with her neighbor. Which to me, first as a parent, I'm like, yo, if my kid is sweating bullets, I'm calling out. I'm going to take this kid to the doctor. That that ends there for me. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? That ends there for me. But let's continue, right? So she leaves her kid with her neighbor, and she's at work, and blah, blah, blah. And all this time, the neighbor's trying to contact her, that the kid's getting sicker and sicker and sicker, uh, to the point where, you know, unfortunately, because of what the kid had, which was bacterial meningitis, the kid passed away, right? Is devastated, I guess. I think she should have been a lot more devastated, in my well, opinion. I, I think um, it's more just like the, the – the, I, I forget what it's called. It's like – of fu- uh, fugue state like it's kind of that that, that shock right yeah where you're just kind of yeah. there and so i yeah. understood that i understood that kind of reaction where it's like you're you're just kind of you don't you don't really you i don't- got that at first but then as as time went on i felt that like she, did, she should have she should have been more desperate in sort of things right she should have i mean she started to get desperate but she should have been more like scared and like more right. freaked out so you know and so I mean? that leads into the central premise of the movie. It's, you know, there's, there's at the same time, there's also a doctor that works in the morgue and, you know, uh, she, you know, she's like doing her own thing. Like she's trying to have a, trying to have a child on her own by like stealing some guy's sperm. That's a whole other thing. Right. And, but, but, but no, it's not really trying to have a child. She's using that for the fetal you know, uh, serum. Oh, right. Because so, she, she yeah. makes the fetus in herself before they, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So she miscarries so, in order to get that going, you yeah. know? So the whole thing is she's experimenting with these, these dead bodies to try and bring them back to life with this serum that she has. And, you know, she brought a pig back to life three weeks or like, what was it? Three days or three weeks after it died. And now yeah, she's, like now she stole the little girl from the hospital, like to try to do the same for her. And Hold like, on, stole the whole body and nobody yeah. saw. Like, hey, where are the cameras? Yeah, here, so people? That's, yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to forgive it because it's a movie, right? It's a science thriller. This is just part of it. And, you know, but when, when the main character mother finds out, she ends up helping her because it's like, yeah, that's her kid and she sees that the kid's alive. And, yeah. But yeah. then that's kind of it. 
right? It's like, that's through, it. yeah, yeah that's it. through the movie, that's, it's just the mother helping with the experiment. And then that's yes. kind of it. We never and see then like things get a little dire for them. You can call it dire, but it, it didn't seem that dire because they always found a solution. Right. right. So th- they always like, um, you know, they always ran out of a way to create the serum, right? It's like, oh, we don't have anything to make the serum. So they always figured out a way to make the serum. And over and over again, that's what you got. But there was nothing really. There was nobody suspicious as to why, you know, you're carrying this huge freaking valise, like back and forth of the hospital. Like there was no suspicion. There was no like the only time somebody brought up uh, the funeral service was, you know, her buddy at the hospital. But then that was dropped. No one ever it was no consequences here they continued doing their their fucking nonsense all throughout the movie um and then that just continued you know what i mean like like yeah totally that's my problem like there was nothing there keeping you from like you know holding on to this concept it's like okay cool i get that you guys are trying to you know frankenstein up this little girl and all that stuff right um you know usually usually it leads to something right like science thrillers science horror thrillers you know uh this is why like you know your reanimators your frankensteins your you know those are inherently interesting because it's like the mad science where when does it go wrong and how does it go wrong Right. Like, thank you. That's like exactly the fly. The fly is a great example yes. of like stuff like that. Right. Yeah, where it's perfect. like, yep. where it's uh, Jurassic Park, even Jurassic Park is, yes. is yeah, a classic example. blockbuster yeah. example of that kind of stuff. Right. But see, so this is why it's interesting because it's like, yes. oh, this is an interesting experiment that this mad scientist is doing, but it never goes to that next level because yes. nothing happens with it like there's no it's not a slow burn because like nothing really goes wrong for them yeah like for instance like i was saying before their dire situations are when for instance when she loses the ability to you know to get pregnant the doctor does right dr casper because of her because she keeps giving herself a miscarriage every time to get these uh right the fetal serum. This is why she, she caught an infection in her cervix and stuff and passed out at work and she lost that ability. So then they found this one woman who matched, you know, um, you know, DNA and whatever with this kid, you know, with the Frankenstein kid. And like, they were kind of poking this woman's amniotic fluid, you know, every month to try and get this serum going. So like the most, it really got bad. You can say was when, you know, the nurse got desperate because there was no other way to keep her, you know, her, her yeah, kid they, alive. They needed the full placenta. And so, yeah. like, at the end of the movie, she tries to induce that other pregnant woman's birth, but ends up killing the mother and, like... And even that and, feels, like, empty, you know? Yeah, because... That feels so empty. Like, there's no consequence there. It's like, yeah, you feel sad that you killed this this woman, right? But it's like, you carry on. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... Nothing else there. Like, there's no one turning heel yeah, here. Yeah, that's you know? why it like, felt like all a, baby faces in their eyes. Yeah, that's why it felt like a second act kind of thing, right? Where it's like, that's yeah. kind of the first one. And then it, in, in another movie where it it took this in a more extreme direction. That's where it starts like a chain, right? Where it's, it starts like, okay, I'm going to kill these women in order to keep my daughter alive. That's the thing. It's like, we get these at the same time, you know, the daughter is kind of like alive in this state or whatever, but 
you know, we, we get hints that maybe something's not right, that something's a little, you know, because she's not recognizing her mother as her mother. Yeah, but see, that's the problem. And like, that's nothing the ever thing. happens it's, with that. Yes, that is 100% it, Arturo, where it's like, these hints go nowhere. Like, what's the point of these teases of something? In, that's what I'm saying. What's like, the point of her killing that pig the way she did? Yeah. So violently. All of a sudden, she was like, oh, all of a sudden, I, I know how to kill this pig with this freaking pole. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like so, yeah. you couldn't even walk. You couldn't even walk to the pig. You you literally crawled out of the bed, according to the biggie monitor. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, gathered all the strength to pick this up and just kill the pig because the pig bit her, right? So I was like, oh, here we go. This is the catalyst to get this finally going over here to where things are going to get, you know, always dark as before the dawn nonsense, right. right? And it never happens. In fact, they just continue to embrace this kid. Like, like, and even at one point, it's funny because at one point, Dr. Casper was even going to just give up because she was so real about it. She was like, you know what? I think you should call out sick and be with your kid now because we tried everything. We're good. You know, let's go back to, I want to go back to my regular life because they were living like a, a freaking married couple the entire time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So even- Dr. Casper, who's the, the mad scientist here, was like, all right, let's give up with this. We, we did everything we could. Let's move on. I'll figure something else out. But even then, like, it wasn't like the mom went crazy. It's like, no, we got to do something now. Let's, you know, and then kind of takes over the whole situation. And like, there was, there was no, no pivot. Right. There was no, no nothing like that, and, man. And so that's no emotional thing. pivot either, it's, man. It was yeah. all very kind of, you know, flatline. So like while on the one hand, I understand why people might dig it because it's so like that's the thing. It's interesting. Like I said, yeah. like I, I will give it 100 percent credit because I was watching it going. Yeah, this same. is it's because in my head, I'm like, where is this all going? Right. Where is it all going? Exactly. And then when I'm like, it, where when is this all ends, going? How is, when's yes. the turn coming? When's this little kid going to bite somebody, you know? When it, like, what's the, why is it a, a shutter original kind of thing? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, even though we rented, like, even though we had to rent it, like there's the shutter logo pops up at one point yeah. and it's like, okay, why is this a shutter thing? What, what is the creepy vibe? Right? Like, there's a vibe throughout the movie of, like, something isn't right, but then nothing, yeah, it, it just never... It becomes normal, yeah, right? Yeah, nothing it's, Everything becomes normal throughout the, the end of the of the movie there. Yeah, in, in fact, like, the right, end man. of the movie is a little girl coming back to life again, where it's like, cool, but... Yeah, but cool also, and everything, so we're gonna do this over and over and over again, I guess. I guess that's, uh, you know, the the story behind yeah. it but also i think this was if this was released on shutter for mother's day it would have been fine yeah. it would have been like oh this was dope yeah, yeah like it would have had an impact because it legit is a mother story you yes. know so like mothers might look at this a little different and see like this great movie going on you know yeah just you know again it's and this is I'm not saying it's not you know and this is why i was wondering about what what chris had said you know what the, her thoughts on this were because it's like not only because of that angle, but the medical stuff. And apparently the medical stuff isn't even right either. So, like, like when, uh, for instance, one off the bat was when the kid died. There was some, you have to reach out to the parent. The person who brought to the hospital is not the parent. They're not even the guardian, right? So when the kid died and they brought him to the morgue and the mom had no clue, like, that's, like, not realistic. Like, the so parent that, has that was to be the told. First, oh, my God. That's so early into the movie. Okay, yeah, wow. That, this dude, is, this yeah, is that even... was dumb early. Yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> <laughs> super dumb early and then um the whole thing with like um 
you know, like there's an inventory taken in the hospitals. Like you just can't take a bunch of shit. <laughs> you just can't take a bunch of shit. You just and also, can't you can't take a dead body, right? Like, yeah, you, you can't take a dead body. You can't take uh, like loads and loads of fucking medical supplies in a in a in a huge luggage. It's not even like it's funny because it's not even like it's a gym bag they were trying to sneak shit in. It was this huge thing that they consistently rolled in and out of the, the hospital without the cameras ever looking. And also, like honestly, dude, if I was a parent, I'd be like, and I saw this crazy woman with my dead body, you know, with, with the dead body of my kid. I'd be like, yo, uh, what the fuck is going on here? My problem as well with this movie was with the mother. Like, I, I'm not going to judge too harshly because there's there's a lot of states of grief and all that yeah, stuff, you know, people, that are people that react are normal, to things in different ways, I, right? Yeah, I and, feel that yeah. there should have been a bit more of a sense of kind of not so calm. You know what I you mean? Know, like, and- like, like a, a hidden sense of dread. Like, yo, this is not right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And see... That, those are things you can forgive if it meant something, right? Like if yes, it if it yes. meant to, like because we talk about this all the time, right? There are certain things in in horror in general that you kind of have to forgive a character for doing in order yeah. to move the movie along, right? In order to start the story, right? It's it's kind of like uh, the best. Uh, classic example you know and another mother horror uh, evil dead rise where it's like we kind of yes. you forgive the fact that they the, the stupid kid went and got all the you know got the book of the dead and did all this stuff because it starts the movie right so it's like yeah exactly and here you know here i'd be willing to forgive the the more non-parental responses to things right like oh leaving the sick kid with the neighbor that kind of stuff like if it meant down the line, she would either be punished for it, which is horror, right? Where it's yeah. like yeah. punished for the Karma hubris. As well, yeah. yeah, it's like you're either punished for your hubris or it leads to something. And because nothing happens, it's harder to forgive those little flubs, right? Those little like yeah, 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 yeah. like and it, it, it kind of sucks because the story was so interesting. Yes. Um, but like I wanted some kind of ending to this, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, the way it ended. Like I needed something you just to needed end. Needed an it, ending, right? It yeah. feels yeah, because it doesn't feel like they finished it, man. It feels like okay, cool, we got this. Now when does everything fall apart? You know, because you need to have that, especially if you're gonna like be dropping hints of like you know these character uh, things where like everything at work is kind of falling apart a, a little bit for them. Right. Yeah. Like we see um, Casper almost getting fired because she signed off on, on the, a, a, a service, ex- uh, a cervix exam on a, on a dude. Right. right. <laughs> so like, you know, things are falling apart for them, but for the mom, I feel like things like didn't, fall apart as they should have as much as they should have like her work was still there for some reason she was getting very like like i'm surprised they didn't get very careless while while you know transporting the organs or whatever you know what i mean like something like give me some kind of issues where they get into the different snags and mistakes doing this kind of work because there was nothing you know yeah, I mean? like and there's then, nothing. And then on top of that, there's nothing in the experiment that that kind of raises any big red flags, right? Where it's like we get little teases, but that's it. Like, there's no, there's no like, there's no other, there's no the the shoe, right? There's no other. Where does the other shoe drop? And 
it never did. Yeah, like so, it's kind of like yeah, because usually, because usually this kind of story, you, you would have a cop like investigating like these bodies that are missing, right? right? Something <laughs> in the back, some you kind know? of driving antagonist. Oh my god, force. It's, yeah. it's the mortician at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but it's like she's getting away with it because these are organ donors. So, the, you know, she's legally taking the organs. Right. Well, illegally. But yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah, something some kind of loophole. Right? Yeah, you know, so, yeah. like it's something to something even that would create a conflict between the two women. Yeah. There was nothing there. I'm like, yo, she stole the body of your kid. And, and she's she such like a fucking keep it, and dude. she's such a dick on top of that, too. Where it's like... He's yeah, an asshole. Yeah, such Total an asshole, fucking asshole on, dude. on top of that. Where it's like, yo, like, how? why are you dealing with this person? Where it's like, I get that yeah. you're, you, know, you love your kid and you want them, you know, you see this, but then... Oh my god! So I don't. I know it's like I don't want to harp on this movie, but then like there's a whole scene where we see what what the scientists did to her own mother and like cut her open for these experiments and stuff. Goes nowhere, right? Where she's like, it goes that. I was the, like, I want to see more of that. Yeah, I want to see more of that. Yeah. The, oh my god! Imagine if we saw those like little little hints of that throughout the movie, right? Where it's like, okay, she's. And then she's like, she goes to her, I saw what you did to your mother. And then they're like, okay. And then nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. There's a lot of that. So, you know what? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, so, and she was dead already. Okay. What's it to you? you yeah. Know? Yeah. It's so, um, uh, I'm done. Uh, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of exactly. harping on yeah. that. Yeah. Folks, this is why this is a big way for it for me as well. <laughs> um, and, and for text, it, it, it's a stay away from it. Um, so in between there, you guys figure it out. For you horror fans out there, I know you guys are going to watch this once it hits shutter once it hits shutter by all means yeah. check it out but before we get out of here one quick recommendation we were talking about time travel earlier and one of my favorite time travel movies like ever um it's called predestination if you guys have not oh seen it God, yeah. please go out there and yeah. go watch predestination if you want to see a time travel movie done right I right, talk text, about yeah. destination. I don't talk so about good. something that leads to something, right? Like talk about payoffs. Leads to a lot like, of yeah. things. <laughs> so good, so good. And folks, you know what's good? The end of this episode. This was episode 166 for you of the Morgan Official Course Street Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And a big shout out goes to Del Virus for all the artwork you see in front of you. A big shout out goes to you guys for listening. We have 165 of these things for you anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon um, Podcasts, um, anywhere you get them on the desktop, anywhere. You can also catch this show dropping live on Mondays for now at 4.20 on YouTube. Go check that out on YouTube Live, on Twitch Live, on X Live, on Facebook Live. Go like, share, subscribe. Go tell everybody about us, people. Because remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.